And welcome to Nurse Square Circle. We are your hosts. I'm Snarf Chris. This is Sam Kiss. You might have forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a while since we put out a show. Yeah, it's been um, like a I've, month, yeah, month and a half, maybe. I've missed you. I've yeah, missed I missed you, you too. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, life things been getting in the way. Yeah, yeah. Life often gets in the way. So I had a a kid that got really, really sick, mm-hmm. um, like 105 fever. Yeah. At the highest, I think. Well, she's doing okay, though. Yeah, so we were in and out of, in and out of the hospital for about a week with that. Mm-hmm. And then something glorious happened to you. <laughs> glorious. Yes, yeah. glorious. Yes, I am now a dad. You had a kid? Is, I had a kid, yeah. It was the most surreal thing that's ever happened. And I know that that's... I hate talking about life events like this because they're so cliche. It's like I don't know what I'm supposed but to say without it. But it's cliche a, I, yeah. for a reason. But I can just imagine someone listening to this already right now, being like, "Ah, uh-huh, okay, oh, yeah, 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 yeah." And it was the greatest thing ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all natural too. So I got to hear that primal wife scream, which is pretty awesome. So that's well, you know, nice. my wife's a superwoman. I, I, I you it, know, aren't, yeah. isn't it kind of crazy? I, yeah, it's yeah. it's amazing. So, so we'll I mean, we won't spend too much time on baby talk but uh congratulations thank you very much yeah uh, awesome you got a little uh wrestler in the house mm-hmm. feature I, I keep referring to him as a future intercontinental champion because i don't want to put his goals too high nice I so gotcha. i yeah, think yeah. if he can accomplish that it'll be it'll be fine all right before we get into it go follow us on facebook twitter we do have our own facebook page uh nurses square circle so go make sure you like that um uh, subscribe to this podcast it looks like you did a good job already listening to this episode so whatever mm. you did do it again next week We'll try to release the episode every week from yeah. here on out. Uh, How many people do you think listen to the show based on like relentless hustle to subscribe and share, like that kind of thing? I, I always think that when people say like, share, and subscribe, I often will like and I'll often subscribe. I don't often share the things that I follow. Mm-hmm. I never go like go what listen to this podcast that I listen to unless it's like a particularly good one, like that specific one, not like as a brand kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, our numbers go up every time we release a podcast, so somebody's doing it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. I guess you. so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, we've had some new reviews on our iTunes channel, so thank yeah. you very much for that. Um, if you want to listen to this podcast, you can go right to our website, to uh, someonenerdy.com, and mm-hmm. you can stream it right off there on the show notes page. So, yeah, speaking of like putting over other podcasts and stuff like that, mm-hmm. or just talking about podcasts and trying to get people to listen to it, I don't know if you know, but... Um, um, Eric Bischoff is doing a podcast now. What? Yeah. It's called 83 Weeks. What is that supposed to be? Oh, the 83 Weeks of the weeks. Yeah. WWE. The uh, it's Wiz Conrad. Uh, he does all the other podcasts with uh, Bruce Pritchard and stuff oh, okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Interesting. Everybody's got a podcast yeah, everybody now, including podcast. Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Though, I mean, that the weirdest thing about that is because I knew I he didn't have one. He didn't have one. But the second He's you say that, my first thought is, he didn't already have a, no. a show? No. Uh-uh. If anybody's gonna have a show, I would feel like it would be him. But it's really good. Yeah. Like, so I'm, you know me. I'm a. I was a big WCW mark. So You're such a loser. Yeah, I can't no. believe it. I try to rewatch those shows. I don't know what it is. I don't like WC. I don't. It's as a kid, I would watch it and think that was a good match. If only it was in WWE, then I could care about it. Like I don't like a weird thought. Like I think the same thing about TNA now. It's this weird like. There's some kind of. There's a. A feeling or an aura that follows brands, you know, like wrestling is such a weirdly subjective thing where WWE feels WWE, ECW felt ECW. So I get it why people, it's why people are so loyal to it because there's just this kind of flavoring 
to certain brands. So people who were WCW fans are going to be diehard. I'm just upset. I'm sorry that I can't relate to it as much because I just wasn't a WCW. All of my friends growing up really liked WCW. Because we live in the South where it's, it's, it's our guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would come here more than WWE would. So, you, so when did you start watching WCW? Though? I mean, like, so this is what I realized listening to his podcast as he was talking about. So his first podcast talks about Scott Hall and Nash coming into WCW, and he is saying every piece of dirt that he can remember and mm-hmm. stuff I've never heard before. Okay, um, well, that's so that's why it's really yeah. interesting here because his le- the one of his le- other podcasts was all about Bret Hart coming into WCW, yeah. which was you know famously all botched. Everything sucked about Bret being in WCW. Well, um, yeah, I've never, th- I've never. Because they had the when the WWE Network first came out, they did that Monday Night Wars thing, which might have yeah, been yeah, available yeah. on the WWE 24 on demand channel. I'm not sure, or they were going to put on that, but then they saved it for the network. That it, it, you know, the winners of the war always, always are who write history. Yeah. And so I've never really been able to see. I ne- I never read Eric Brookshoff's uh, book. I've heard that it was good, but the idea of I've only heard it through the lens of WWE as to what happened with WCW. So the idea of him having his own podcast, being able to say it on his own without and he's, a Vince McMahon filter of what will and, or won't even get cut, even if he says it, but they don't show it kind and of any thing. filter too, because yeah. he is just basically, you know, whoever he buries or whoever he if it feelings he hurts, he's like, I'm just going to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And whoever gets pissed off about it can just be pissed off about it. I'm too old to care. So that's such a strange, I mean, like when, because, like, Bruce Pritchard's on the network now. Uh, they just pulled that show. Did today. they again? So. Oh, oh, my God. Because because he was not. <laughs> because he had a, uh, they did the ECW episode, apparently. The new ECW, too. Mm, and and he threw some shade. And apparently they were editing it down where it was, like, un, nothing like it was before. Yeah. And he said they're not doing it anymore. Of course. Because so. I was going to say the same thing about the Stone Cold podcast. It's a weird. They always promote them, like. Jericho. See, Jericho, I thought would be a good one because when, I like Jericho's, but he's not a a dirt seeker. Yeah, he just he's, he's you can a, tell that he just loves wrestling and he just wants to find interesting stories, whether that has to be something controversial or not. Yeah. So I'm surprised that that didn't follow through, even though he's you know with New Japan and you know, we're we're, we're always re- working with Impact, Impact wrestling and stuff. Impact, yeah. But uh, because they pulled Stone Cold too, and and it's one of those for a company that because I remember watching during the Attitude Era. And it wasn't the Attitude Era, it was just what they were like, that their mindset was always to push the envelope, and that was just what they were doing. So it's such a weird, to see them, like, they want to seem like that's still their thing, because they know that that's what caught the interest of a lot of people during their most popular time. But they're not like that, and they haven't been like that in a long time. They they want it to seem like they're pushing the envelope, but it's really, you, you know... There's a glass ceiling that it's never going lines that are never going to get crossed. Not even a PG thing, but just a they don't want to offend certain people. I mean, right now more than ever, yeah, you say the wrong thing, it's so crazy. But the... you could lose your TV show. I can't imagine. Like, I mean, I don't know that they have, but I swear there's got to be some wrestler who's tweeted something that's way worse I, than what a lot of people have tweeted. Like, you know, but they're not going to cancel Monday Night Raw. So, so going back to the Bischoff thing, it. It's weird to hear this, the inside of this, like, Hogan and Sting, and he's just saying everything, like, the politics behind it, you know, what's true and what's not. Um, They read the Dave Meltzer reports from that week. Oh, like, during the show, yeah. Whatever show they're talking about, and Bischoff goes, you know, that's true, that's true, that's true, or that's bullshit, that's bullshit, that's bullshit, and he breaks it down to the best that he can remember, you know, from 30 years ago, yeah, uh, 20 years ago. It's interesting to think about you referencing the Meltzer 
articles too, because for a while, especially in the nineties, which is why a lot of people hate Dave Meltzer because he was really the and only Bischoff, guy. Bischoff hates yeah, him. Keeping so. keeping track of things. Now it's worse where it's it's well, it's unsubstantiated, a lot of rumors. So that's what it is. You know, that kind of stuff. What he but always... people are just reporting on what's going on. You He's know? like, you know, since Meltzer was the only one doing it back then, now this is law. This is the Bible. You know, yeah. you know, 100 years from now, they're going to put all Meltzer's reports together. And that's <laughs> going to be the Bible, you yeah. know. But there's nothing else out there to go, oh, that was bull. Yeah, so, there is. There's more now, but now it's like the opposite problem where there's so much going that you don't want to trust anything. Exactly. And people basically just report. Because they heard somebody else report. Um, so that, some reason, listening to his podcast, I'm like, man, you know what? I'm going to watch Monday Night Nitro from number one mm. on. See, I mean, you can, you do that. I'm doing it. Do I'm, it. I'm on like 20 already. Let me, so. you haven't I'm, gotten tired I'm, of Rick Steiner yet? Rick Steiner hasn't showed up yet. He hasn't, so. yeah, yet. Um, but it made me realize when I watched the first episode of Nitro, that was the first Nitro that I saw. So you did watch I, the first one. I watched one. that live. You didn't, didn't even realize, realize it. I didn't realize Lex showed up on the first night of Nitro. Oh, yeah. That was the first one. I remember watching that, and I didn't realize it until I was watching it. That's why they week. have the That's why they have the whole 90-day uh, compete non-compete clause, specifically yeah. because of that, because Lex had People just... People showing up on just TV. Just getting to show up. Yeah. So I don't understand how that works, because I, I know that WWE, after WrestleMania, they usually do um, house cleaning. Mm-hmm. And it's because they call up a bunch of people, and then they don't have as much money to move around, so they'll lat a lot of, they'll trim the fat, so to speak. But they have delayed that this year because of the seemingly all-in show. because of the all in yeah. show. That so I think it was the second, so it was this last Saturday. So I don't know if that means that this weekend they're going to let people go. It's possible yeah. that so that then the people can't show up the day of all in. But then I always thought that the non compete, I thought it had something to do with television. Like, I thought it was just you couldn't show up on TNA or on a Ring of Honor show because it was going to be televised. But I don't if think it was can, not being televised, it was okay. I don't think you can do house shows and stuff like that either now. Okay. I, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. But because you say that, and then a lot of wrestlers, whenever they leave WWE, the first show they go do is WrestlePro in New, uh, New York. Yeah. Because that's Pat Buck's place. But that's not on TV now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then the all-in show, as of yet, is not going to be but televised. It's going to be. It probably yeah. will be. I mean, someone will stream it live on Facebook for probably. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm. Last interview was Cody. Uh, they said he was definitely. They're they're definitely working on it. So, okay. Um, speaking of All In, since mm-hmm. we haven't done a podcast since All In, All In sold out in 29 minutes and 57 seconds. Something like that. Um, that's absurd. We have second row tickets. We have second row tickets. I can't believe. So so when I tell people that the I don't remember. It was the it was the NXT Dallas show, the one where Nakamura showed up. Yes, I had third row from the nosebleed, like from the top row. Right. Terrible vantage point. They were like twenty five dollars seats. Right. That I bought for fifty dollars. That then the day of were going for like nine hundred to a thousand dollars online, and I thought that was crazy in th- in the sense of that's how high demand those tickets were. But then I would tell someone a lot of times, like, so you're going to sell those tickets and make the money back on them, right? I'm like, no, I'm going to the I'm show. I'm going on the show. <laughs> so I, this show, we bought, you know, $50 tickets or, or less. Uh, $110? And now I think they're going it. for like almost two grand, something that's absurd. So like that. it was before the end of the day, I went and looked up the seats that are right literally next to us. Like mm-hmm. whoever's sitting next to us is about to spend and did spend $2,000 on their ticket. That's insane. 
And there's no card announced, except that um, that Magnus is fighting Cody Rhodes for the it. NWA title. And that's most people it. don't even know who NWA is. I know. Well, that's sad, but yeah. But I mean, yeah. But it's true. But it's not even a... Like, there's no televised... Like, I mean, part of it is because the argument is that you're not even going to necessarily be able to watch it. You won't it. be able to watch We're, it, yeah. We live in Louisiana. We're going to go to the show. So You only sold me on it because you think that... Because you were like, you know, CM Punk's probably going to do I'm guaranteed. CM Punk's going to lose this weekend. Which uh-huh. I hope he doesn't. I, I mean, I do hope he wins, but I'm pretty sure he's going to get kicked out of him. I really hope he doesn't. <sighs> he's not. I hope he holds his. I mean, I don't really care if he wins. I just want him to have a better showing than his last fight. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I watched his last fight, and a guy that used to box me, I used to box when I was mm-hmm. younger. I watched that Humble fight. Brag. I, I'm about to really <laughs> brag. <laughs> I watched that fight, and I'm like, you know what? I'm pretty sure I could have taken him. Yeah. I you think you could take Mickey I, Gall? I know. No, I could have took CM you Punk. You could have taken CM Punk? In that fight. Oh, wow. For sure. 100%. I'm, I'm, I mean, you're a big guy. I, 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 The problem would be is I, I would have to lose like 50 pounds to mm-hmm. fight CM Punk, and that's just never going to happen. So anyway, uh, I'm pretty sure CM Punk is going to show up at All In. I, and I think in the rumor is what everybody else is really wanting to, and the biggest card they can probably make would be Omega versus CM Punk. Well, yeah. So that was obviously Jesus made Christ. I didn't even think about that. So I was thinking just him. No. I don't even care if he, I. What I want is for is for him the bear to take off his head and it to be Sam Punk. Oh, that's if that's not what it is, I'm gonna be uh, very sad. That's actually pretty perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we have um, all in tickets. We have a mutual friend, um, uh, Jonathan. Uh, he used to be one of the hosts on the show right when we started. Uh, he kind of rounded us all together and was like, "Hey, man, if we we all drive and." We all go. Uh, we'll get tickets and we'll go. So yeah, we're we're all in. Yeah, the front row is going for fifteen hundred bucks right now. God, that is crazy. So we're second row we're... for a very reasonably priced show. Yeah, you know their ticket prices when they were they announced that there was the cheapest ticket was twenty five dollars. All the nosebleed was twenty five dollars. The most expensive ticket was one hundred and seventy five dollars for a front row. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. And they said they wanted to make it really cheap. Unfortunately, obviously, Skypers went and brought a bunch of the tickets. But it was so such a small percentage of it. Yeah. And a lot of people were trying to get down on it. Be like, oh, look at all the Skypers. It was like 2% of the tickets. Oh, yeah. So. But they do that. But it's like, you, even if you want to say that, that happens on every, every wrestling show. show. Yeah. Except the shows that nobody's going to. Like, I mean, on big shows, anything in an arena, mm-hmm. every WWE show gets that. It's hard for me to even think of when they sell out. I'm like, yeah, they sold out, but I guarantee you there's going to be a bunch of empty seats just because so many people are scalping tickets. And I don't think we're going to get many empty seats in this. No. So I, they, it's put to some perspective. There's no wrestling company in this country mm-hmm. that has sold 10,000-seat arena since WCW. Other than WWE, obviously. Yeah. No, it's insane. That is crazy. It's hard for me to even kind of wrap my mind around so it. we went to the because we went to the ring, ring of, of honor, honor show they have ever had six thousand people was six thousand yeah we're about to go to the the next largest show ever next to wwe you heard about the madison square garden rumor someone put in a bid for madison square garden that's a non-wwe so it looks show. like a and the tri- only one that people think makes sense is for all in two no it looks like it's triple a is it triple a yeah. oh that'd be cool so i think that's what the rumor says triple a i like that I don't Tri- think I it's mean, going to be we'll AAA, see. and I think it's going to be some. They're going to pull some people into it. Well, yeah, of course. So, which is the just the other weirdness that's been going on in the wrestling world. Impact Wrestling is going on a Jericho cruise. I mean, well, what 
Don Callis. Of course, they're going on the wrestling. I realize it's all because of weird. It's all because of Don. I know that. Um, because Jericho like released a video, but like, just what is Jericho doing? Mister WWE through and through is just associating like, himself with every who well, the, the fuck ever. Now. The problem is, and it's some of the other people that uh, are on the inside of it. It's dark sheet stuff. But originally, he wanted this to be an NXT thing. Yeah, he wanted all the NXT guys. He wanted WWE to do this with him. They pulled out of it almost at the last second, and yeah. so he had to make the deal with Ring of Honor. Why would he not? I think he's making more money now than he was well, in the no, first place. Yeah. So why he's not, not gonna, pull his friends in? He's not going to bail on what's going on, you know. And everything independent right now is so fucking hot. And they seem to be still doing okay with him because he he was at the Raw twenty five show right mm-hmm. after Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, there's no he's reason still for working him to Dominion like this weekend. Anything, yeah, so. and then he was at the Greatest Royal Rumble. So he's still working with WWE too, which is that what's so weird is because he was at Wrestle Kingdom. He's everywhere. He's, then he's on WWE, and then he's doing that. And he's gonna have the cruise. Yeah, I don't know. And then Daniel Bryan. So the rumor. A few months ago, which I is being brought brought up because it's getting closer, is that right before he got cleared to wrestle, was that uh, Daniel Bryan had not renewed his contract. Yeah. But that because he, I guess, had been renewed for a managerial uh, contract, something like something like a, a non athlete. I don't know. Right, right. He didn't have a non. He wasn't a wrestler. He, he didn't have a non compete clause in his in his contract, which means. And then now the rumors that he still hasn't signed. renewed, signed, so and that his contract comes up at the end of August. Which I'm going to go ahead and say it now. I haven't watched WWE mm-hmm. in three weeks. Even though Daniel Bryan's wrestling, don't care, don't care. Man, it, if I might go find Daniel Bryan's matches, but I'm sure they're not anything they're okay. magical. I mean, he his his match with AJ after WrestleMania was great, and he had a match with Jeff Hardy to enter Money in the Bank. I think I saw parts of that. I've been watching like the highlights on like YouTube. Yeah, but uh, it was you know it was the only was thing I really saw on uh, online just because I had to go find it after everybody was talking about it was the Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn promo from three weeks ago. Oh my God! Can we? Why are we bringing that? So up? this is why every time I watch turn on WWE, they'll go like I, I want to watch it to catch up. And mm-hmm. I didn't. I knew we didn't weren't doing the podcast for a while, so. I turned it on. <laughs> We're not doing that. See, initially you started watching WWE, and then because you were so into WWE, you wanted to do a wrestling podcast because you wanted to talk to somebody about it because you had a rest because you had a podcast talking about other things. Now, if you're not doing the podcast, you're like, well, now I don't have to watch now WWE. I don't have to watch it. Yeah. Because oh man, it, that's it's sad. Really hard to watch. I know. After you watch, like, uh, we'll get we're gonna go back into it after the break. But after you watch, like, the Super Juniors tournament. Mm-hmm. And then, like, instantly, this is what I did the other day. I turned off the finals for the Super Juniors tournament, mm-hmm. and then I turned on SmackDown. Like, literally, yeah. like, in a click. Yeah. And I watched, like, five minutes of it, and I'm like, I can't watch this. No. I'm, I'm completely not into this at all. And that sucks. It's because you enjoy the athletic aspect of wrestling business, which I do, too. Which is what I was saying earlier about WWE, that... Right now, more than they have recently, and I think part of that has to do with the monopoly of Nakamura and AJ Styles in the WWE title. Maybe they're doing okay with the with the Money in the Bank, I guess. You know, Brock Lesnar's not there, and he's not going to be there till SummerSlam. It feels like everyone's kind of just hanging out. And even when Seth Rollins is doing his IC title, it reminds me of when John Cena was doing his U.S. Open Challenge 
it was cool because we had good matches. But there's no story. But the well, not just that there's no story, but that no one actually believes that anyone's ever going to beat Cena in any of these random Randomly. open challenges. Yeah, yeah. So it just feels like nobody has any momentum. Nobody like no one wins, and then that means okay. So now this, I mean, right now people have been qualifying to be money in the bank, and they're treating money in the bank like a a bigger deal, you know, bigger and bigger deal every year. It's, it feels like the Royal Rumble now in the mm-hmm. sense that you want to get that because if you do, then you're almost guaranteed to be a world champion kind of thing, which I get that. It's just that feeling of urgency will be there once that match happens. Yeah, yeah, and the match I'm really looking forward to. I had to look it up today to even see who was in the match. But all the matches before, it's like somebody wins, you don't think, oh, well, now they have momentum going into the... It's because WWE is it's so formulaic. It's already like Finn Balor uh, beat up Kevin Owens and then got up on the ladder and took the briefcase. So now the joke is like, okay, so now we know Finn's not He's going not to win get it. Yeah. because of the joke that every time somebody does it before Money in the Bank, it doesn't happen. That the... It, and it's not that bad. It's just there's no there's no consequence to what anybody's doing. I was saying the thing about like the Bobby Lashley Sami Zayn thing is is compounded by the fact that they had for a month Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens just losing to Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman, and now they, for no reason for no reason, and they just keep doing it over and over again. So why like if somebody wins like what does it matter if you win or lose? You're going to be wrestling on the next show. Whereas in New Japan, based being a tournament based it matters when it you matters lose. if you lose because if you because that's the only way to win the turn you know does that make sense yeah it, make, it makes totally sense and it's just and it's not even like this the story stuff because i mean i watch a lot of ring of honor and i like the story that they're doing because yeah. they do a lot of story based stuff um, a lot more than they used to too a lot more than yeah. they used to uh new japan obviously has story you just have to search it out but i like that story better wwe is just Super. I'm just in a funk with WWE. Well, yeah. Especially but since just... I've been watching so much WCW. On top of that, and I'm watching WCW, and there's no story back then either. Yeah. It's like there's just matches every day, you know, blah blah blah. It's all exhibition. It doesn't feel like there's any consequence. You yeah. have this weird sense of like I love w- AJ Styles and that he's WWE champion, but it doesn't feel like he's the top guy on SmackDown. It feels like he's champion. Oh, so he must be the top guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like it'll be a bigger deal if Nakamura wins the title because then you can say in the history books he was WWE champion. But look at Raw, the way they treat Roman like he's the number one guy when the he's not even the champion. He They keep referring to him as the uncrowned champion so that you can have a guy to point to as the top guy when they don't have a top guy because Brock Lesnar is supposed to be the Which top guy. Which doesn't make any sense. If this is what their plan was that we were talking about earlier, why didn't they just give Roman the belt? I don't, <laughs> you know, if they're going to treat him like he has the belt all the time, yeah, just give him the belt. I will say that it's get, it's putting more prestige on Rollins because he's the one that's having more competitive matches every week. It feels kind of like the matches are a big deal, even though at home I'm like Elias isn't beating Seth Rollins or right. Kevin Owens is going to beat him randomly. Like, but they're but they're at least they're having title matches and putting some prestige. He feels like he's the main champion on Raw, as opposed to like. Bray Wyatt, like the two tag team champions, just feel like the two tag teams on the shows that have belts. And then I don't like if if the the titles have always had this argument that WWE's always had that, even though I didn't feel like it. But now more than ever, they all just feel like props to me. You know, like Carmella is and Nia Jax have the belts, but that doesn't make them the top of their division. They're just put at the top of their division because they have belts. Like I, you know, when Ronda Rousey hopefully beats Nia Jax. That'll feel at least different because Ronda Rousey has the credibility with her from before she joined WWE. 
And then it'll be more interesting because then if they put her in a feud with someone, does that mean that she's going to lose? Or are they going to like that kind of intrigue? The, the meta, the meta stories are what is driving everything. Roman Reigns winning the belt is all about, are they going to actually push him and try to make it work or not? And it has nothing to do with action. No one's paying attention to any of the stories that are actually going on on the show, or at least I'm not. I mean, if you did, because then you got the Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn thing, was you're exactly. saying, which was so bad. And it was somebody even, signed off on that. Yeah, somebody would like watched that and went, "Yeah, yeah, this 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 seems like a funny good idea right now." I mean, ignoring how <laughs> again, it's 2018. Ignoring and when I see how when I see PC what people how everybody every, is. Yeah. And it's amazing. I was like, I can't believe I guess no one it's like WWE so bad. Wrestling is so like ignored or so accepted as being like not acceptable entertainment. <laughs> A higher end that they don't even care, which is you know incredibly I mean, insulting. I, I'm completely fine with that in the first place. I'm I'm super anti PC in the first. Oh, place. me too. I think you know that. But, but it just seems as a corporate business. Why would you do that? If you were going to do it, you would at least made it good. Mm-hmm. Like if you were going to do something with cross dressing women mm-hmm. and guys in the ring, mm-hmm. you made it funny or you made it really bad. Mm-hmm. And you fail on every part of that. Well, I mean, did you see the... Did you watch... I know you said you haven't really been watching. Did you see the big cast making fun of Daniel Bryan where they brought out... Um, a little person? A little person. Yeah, I did see that. That was also really bad. You know, it was really bad, but I thought it worked with heat for Cass. I mean, I guess, except for, I still think cast, is, cast came out today. I mean, on, on SmackDown and was saying... When, like, he did a promo as if they hadn't had a match yet, too, where he said that... I'm always going to win because I'm big and Daniel Bryan's small. And then Wait, and has back, it's like, didn't you already lose to him at the last show? Like, all those kinds of things. Like, there's no consequence. Braun Strowman won the the uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. Does that matter? Oh, that whole show didn't matter. You know? But... I mean, I liked what they're doing. with the only. There are a couple of things which is weird when, when they're not doing stories well, but then wrestlers are being consistent themselves. Like, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, in my opinion, are f***ing killing it every week so I've been, because they're being I have consistent been up, i have been keeping up with that a little bit they were in the battle royal for the tag team and they got eliminated early like Dolph like got cocky and then got knocked out and because it was a team thing then drew was eliminated and then when they told drew to get out he got pissed off and started beating up people then Dolph kind of got in so, so it's it's already like consistency that's awesome is is is, is the most important I'm thing telling you, like, especially for Dolph because Dolph's been the guy saying like I'm the best wrestler ever and you're like yeah but you don't ever win so I don't care about what you're saying because I know it's not I, I've real. been pretty open about it I love McIntyre yeah so uh, I'm glad it's working so so um so there are things that are doing but it's just I don't know I'm and the and then we talked about last year the super juniors I'm in you know, bravo to you for being able to keep up with it because that is such a that is it's I only like miss the G1, I, two, I only it's miss a grueling tournament uh, to keep up with one show I think mm-hmm. so I mean I watched pretty much all the super juniors um, going back to WWE the other flip side of that has been I've been really trying to keep up with uh, NXT. Okay, yeah, this is NXT Rick, is great. The Ricochet, the Ricochet stuff and Velveteen uh, Dream is like the best thing. It really is. Again, character consistency. Yeah. You know, he knows who he is. He's like and that it's on so simple. And Keep he's it great simple, on stupid. Twitter, like because mm-hmm. he just calls everybody, all the independent wrestlers out. You know, yeah. Um, when you were, you know, working for handshakes and hot dogs, I was, you know, doing this. You yeah. Know? Um, and that whatever that flip walk thing, <laughs> that Ricochet, that Ricochet did, yeah. did, 
was the most ridiculous thing. And Cleanest. then the Velveteen, his expression, watching because the whole thing. Because the expression seems like it was, that was the first time they did it. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go and do it. You just yeah. do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. He did it. He nails it. Mm-hmm. I think even better than what he was even expecting. Yeah. Walks off. And then Velveteen Dream had no other choice just to do what he did. And mm-hmm. it was, all was sold perfectly. Yeah. I'm kind of blown away by it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm up to date. I'm not up to date because I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm paying more attention to NXT than I am WWE right now. Oh, yeah. Because you're an is, adult male and you should be. Yeah. WWE is not, it's not made for you. It's not. That's sad. It's just not. That's why the, the mid-90s is stuff that guys really like because it's adults like it. And then kids liked it because the 90s was all about, I mean, for us, because we were kids then, there was so much adult content going on. This South Park and uh, Jerry Springer. That was that was what was pop culture at the time. And we weren't supposed to be watching it, but we watched it anyway. That was kind of the, the gimmick. I mean, that's always part of kids always going to want to watch R-rated movies when they're not supposed to. But it's just wrestling always kind of felt like the thing adults are supposed to watch, not kids. So it made it cooler when you watch it because it really wasn't like that. You know? So one of the good things about watching WCW is I get to watch um, really early matches with Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. Dean Malenko. Yeah. Oh, uh, all the cruiserweight stuff is uh, ridiculous. Chris, Chris Benoit just showed up from mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah, uh, Liger when the he Horseman. was good. Liger, yeah. <laughs> you know, so with his ridiculous. And I say when he was good, whenever he was young. Well, it was so, yeah, almost. 20 years ago 25 years ago Liger's on the first episode of Monday Night Nitro he's in the first match I think right is, yeah is it him match. versus Brian Pillman yeah no 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 yeah yeah Brian Pillman yeah, yeah. Flying Brian yep sure is oh, I miss Flying Brian so yeah it's because so they're going through right now where I just got to the point where they just formed the uh, Four Horsemen the Four again Horsemen. the new Four so, Horsemen yeah that was Benoit was the last member yeah. so uh, Sting is just starting to grow his hair out mm-hmm. and stop dyeing it so I can just watch it Get longer. So when you talk about the highlights of it, it does make me kind of want to rewatch it. I do like the uh, network because you can randomly now, do those kinds of the things. The flip side of that is the Legion of Doom stuff is going on right now. Okay. Oh, the, the Kevin Sullivan. The, the, not the Dungeon of Doom. Dungeon of Doom. The Dungeon of Doom. <laughs> which, yeah, is which is some of the worst stuff I have ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's really bad. And, I, and again, I watched all this when it was happening. Is the Earthquake, is his name just the Shark? shark? No, it's not just the shark. shark. Not the Shark, even. It's Shark. <laughs> the yeah, fin. and he does that. <laughs> the fin. Uh, and then oh, there's the man. Yeti, uh-huh. which came out as a mummy on mm-hmm. uh, Halloween Havoc. Yeah. I just watched Halloween Havoc. And uh, Big Show, obviously. And the Giant, yeah. It is the Giant. It's which... the only reason they made that faction works because the Giant came out of it. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Which, wor- was, which was which was somehow a main event angle. <laughs> like, Le- all of that. Lex is part of it right now because mm. he joins it. Uh, Hogan was wearing all black because I forgot he wore all black before NWO Hollywood Hogan. So yeah, he, he, was, he, got, he was being all serious. Well, he came out with a sword one time and what? a mask. <laughs> It's it is so bad. It's oh so bad. God. But I'm glad I'm watching it because I, I forgot about all this stuff. I haven't seen it in like 20 years. So um, before we go to break, uh, the last little bit of news, which is real fresh news, CM Punk won his lawsuit was the WWE doctor. I'm s- I can't tell you how elated that makes me because I'm pretty sure. So when the podcast came out on Thanksgiving 2014, yes, I remember I was up late and I saw it loaded, and then I was supposed to be going to sleep because I needed to go get up early to go do family things for Thanksgiving, but then didn't sleep because I wanted to listen to the whole podcast. Because right. it was pretty long. It was like an hour or two. And I've been waiting for that because Punk hadn't said anything. So there was a lot of... I understand the the difference between like most wrestling podcasts is that 
they're so serialized. They they happen all the time. There's not a lot of noteworthy things that necessarily happen on the podcast. People are just basically shooting the shit. When Punk did that, it like broke the internet in that people like the servers went down. They couldn't handle all the emails they were getting. There was a lot of attention being paid specifically to that. Which we'll get into. In so bit, it put a lot more emphasis on every little thing that he said. So I can understand because I can I, I I remember people saying the Z Pack stuff to the doctor in the months after that, really giving him a lot of shit. But I don't think that that's grounds for suing somebody. Well, obviously it wasn't because well, he yeah. lost. Well, I was just think I didn't think I never really thought about it out loud until today. Basically, the idea that because he still works for WWE, like he, if he had gotten fired because of those kinds of things, because Punk said something and then he lost his job. It'd be different, but it's like all that really, the only really thing that negative happens is that people kind of was made fun of him. him. Yeah, they were mean to him. So that's why he, <laughs> like, you know, why you know? he lost the lawsuit, because as you go through the transcripts and kind of just watch what happened day by day, uh, the defense really hit on is like, where did you lose money? Yeah. Do you still work? Yeah. Do you make less money? No. no. Yeah. And then they have all these, because uh, the doctor might even be in trouble now because he's talked about private records with mm-hmm. other people, not CM Punk. So the, yeah. the dude might lose his license and stuff yeah. now just because he wanted to push the lawsuit. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. I mean, it's crazy. And it, what he was suing for, which is, I find, the most funny point. So the stream for the downloads of the podcast was $3.8 million. Yeah. He wanted a dollar per yeah. download. Yeah, I'm, I was so, so I was watching the news with Emily, and so she was only kind of half listening. And so the guy was saying, "You thought originally they thought it was going to be a million dollars," and he was, yeah. and the guy was c- going to continue to say that it was going to be closer to f- that he looked for more before. But when he said a million, Emily was like, "Oh my god, that's an abs- that's a ridiculous. There's no way he deserves that much money." I was like, "Oh, that's not even what that's he went not for." It. <laughs> Well, that's why he lost. Like, like you know, like, like, like yeah. Because you can't seek four million dollars on he when had to you walk don't in even there, lose. Your... He had to walk in there and prove that he lost four million dollars worth of business yeah. or income. Uh, he didn't do that at all. Because that's how those that works. You yeah, can't just yeah. you can't just sue someone. And be like, he hurt. You don't. You hurt my feelings. You can't. I mean, I guess come you... to find out, because a lot of his ground was is Punk went on there and lied about everything. Mm. Well, come to find out, he didn't lie about anything. Yeah. Everything he said was true. Yeah. Uh, there's documentation for every single thing Punk came out of his mouth. The only thing that they tried to nail him on is Punk said on the podcast they had a bump on his back. Mm-hmm. It was really on his ass. And he says in the trial, it's like, man, I didn't want to go on a podcast and tell my fans that I had a big sis on my ass. Yeah. Why is that so a big deal? So I said deal? on my lower back. Lower back. It's the same so ass. It's, it's my ass. People refer to your ass as your lower back. Anyway. So yeah. uh, good for Punk. I'm so happy. It's a weird, like, the... I assume and, and, WWE was supporting a man, a man, a man. Not in the, necessarily, in... because apparently the rumor is that Punk and Vince McMahon still talk. Like, well, yeah, they're, they're still in. Like, it, he doesn't like uh, Hunter. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's never like he's Paul. never going yeah. to. Um, but him and Vince are still friends, which is just weird to me. Like well, they text each other well, and they talk. Uh, uh, pr- I pretty regularly. From the things I hear about Vince, I can understand why he would. He kind of, like he's a, he's an asshole and he has very weird bully kind of senses of humor. No, as Vince but has he gotten res- older, but he respects guys that stand up for themselves yeah. the way that Punk does. And like as no Vince bullshit, has no nonsense. Older, kind of he's definitely tried to fix a lot of bridges that he burned way long time ago. Yeah. So I think that's just kind of how Vince I mean, is now. They say that, but I I remember the the thing is though is that the number one thing always standing in the way of the idea of ever being able to 
even broached the idea of CM Punk coming back to WWE was the fact that he was in a lawsuit with one of their doctors. Like, that was never going to happen. Nah. Like, e- even a minutely, you're not going to come back to work while you're being sued by sued somebody by else somebody you work yeah, yeah, yeah. with. You know, so that was never going to happen. So that going away alone just makes me feel better just because I'd like to think, even if he never comes back and they just put him in the Hall of Fame, just because I've said multiple times that he was my favorite wrestler when I was a kid. I, mm-hmm. I, I love CM Punk. I don't like the idea of him leaving and then, the biggest company history. ever on, on yeah. bad terms. I want him to be able you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I want, I would love more than that, but just to be able for them to get on better terms is enough. But the fact that he won... Is so great. They but then somebody posted a video afterwards of like an interview with him right after he came out. He's got a fight Saturday. Yeah, he looked really relieved. He's got some salt in his uh his beard now. But uh, they asked him if he was all in, and he said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, but of course, everyone's like, but he's of course he's gonna say. Um, <laughs> I, I I've been pretty open about it. I I miss all the punks era. Well, so when I you're done with WCW, go watch punk. about punk. Um, but I have seen his all his promo work. Because mm-hmm. obviously that floats around online. Yeah. Um. So good for him. I hope it's see him out all in. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and talk uh, quickly about the Super Juniors, the best of the Super Juniors, uh, New Japan, and we're gonna do our picks for Dominion, which is the mm-hmm. pay per view for New Japan coming up this weekend, which might possibly turn into the best card of the year so far. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good, Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi. I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. Welcome back. And we're back. Woo. From outer space. I did just it. You did it for me, yeah. Oh, it's been so long my instinct wasn't even in the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was bad. way ahead of you, man. Yeah. So, uh, how's, uh, before we get into, like, New Japan, how's uh, Wildcat stuff been going? I know you've been having a baby, so yeah. Well, yeah, been... so, yeah, it's, I haven't been keeping up with it as much, unfortunately, which just sucks, because they just had their uh, big Philadelphia show. I have seen some of the highlights. Which I really that. wanted to go. My, my, my son wasn't due until this weekend. Mm-hmm. So I had already kind of opted out to going because I didn't know when he was going to come, and then he had kind of complications, so I couldn't have gone anyway. But it was a it was apparently a really great show. Philadelphia, good. Philadelphia, the ECW arena is the second time they went. 
they did it last year. Stevie Richards was their champion last year. He was on the show this year too. Uh, Danny Flamingo got put through another table. It's really cool that um, uh, Luke's Hawks is uh, Luke Hawks runs Wildcat, obviously, but his son was on the show, and it was like his first big kind of singles match, and he got his uh, lip busted open. He had to get like I don't know, like twelve, fifteen stitches backstage. Nice, he's pretty badass. He's got all these gnarly pictures because he's like he's like I. Th- think he's 18 he might be 17 i'm pretty sure he's i think he just turned 18 uh so that was really awesome but yeah it was a really good show i'm, I'm excited because the uh the x-ray the the x-ray show is in a couple weeks so you, you excited about that i am i'm excited because I'm, I'm i'm wanting to go i yeah. just don't know if i'm going to why because i just had a new kid too well you gotta go though yeah i know i'm working on it out. i'm working on it yeah um i know you can watch you can watch the, the you're gonna watch the the philly show on vimeo they have a vimeo account now so you can get the first 30 days free it's a wildcat with a k so you can watch that i'll actually put a link to it in the uh show description on uh, someone uh sabu was on this card yeah i was yeah. Oh, i'm so yeah. mad that i missed the show matt lancy killed everybody yeah jay space still champion johnny flex had a crazy match with um steve anthony so i've seen some of the highlights from yeah. that because that was getting posted on instagram <laughs> the next day and uh poor Johnny Flex. No, yeah, he does not look like he knows where he's at from half of that show. Steve Anthony just beat the crap out of him. So um, he's still champ then. But though, good show. So. Uh, I, I'm, I haven't watched it yet. I'm, I'm going to watch it on Vimo pretty here pretty soon. So yeah. um, looking forward to it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we got to go to the X-ray. You got to go to the X-ray. I'm, show. I'm going That's what to. We do and next rated show is the uh, it's wrestling in a bar. Yeah. So, <laughs> which happens for a lot of promotions. Yeah, I suppose. but it's not for but Wildcat ours, no. is very family oriented, so it's their one. And adult if show, you've been listening to the show for a while, we went last year and I got really, really, really drunk, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't plan on doing again this year if I do. You go. Borderline sexually assaulted at Stone. Yeah, sure. At the point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, and I met Sam, man, and he poured yeah. beer down my mm-hmm. my. You got his, You got a beer can too. Yeah. Uh, as we talked about before the break, uh, Super Juniors, best of Super Juniors, mm-hmm. was um, going on in New Japan. Uh, we so we tried to keep up with the results last year. And we're too American to work in every day. It's just such a it's, the New Japan tournaments are insane. Yes, like WWE does their tournaments where it's usually it'll take two months to get done with. Yeah, yeah. or it'll be it'll be barely a tournament. It'll be like it'll be single elimination, like uh, like the NFL conferences. Yeah, where it'll be like maybe three matches, and then they win, and then they're in the finals. Whereas New Japan does round robins. With eight men in each bracket, so they have to wrestle eight times, but they don't do it on a week, and then they take a week off. Like it's not like like WWE will have it like a match on Raw, and then the next week they'll have another match. Now, I mean, to be fair, WWE wrestlers will wrestle Every house night, shows yeah. during the week, but just the tournament goes nonstop like for two weeks straight. So they take uh, they do four days, and then they do two, and you know, they break it up, and but it, it's like in a two week period. Yeah. All these uh, wrestlers have had eight matches, yeah, and the main guys have had nine. Mm-hmm. So it came down to uh, Tanahashi, no Takahashi, Hiromu Takahashi, yeah, Takahashi, and uh, Bone Silver, the one with the cat, yes, the one with the cat, <laughs> uh, which is in Los Cinco's, um, and Bone Soldier from uh, Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. And, I really like Bone, Bone Soldier. So he's I don't much, know he's a big I've improvement over the old seen, Bone Soldier. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I've seen him before whenever he was in... When he was uh, in Impact? No, the other Japanese company. In Noah? Yeah. Okay. So I've seen some of his matches from that, so I didn't know okay. anything about him, though. Because he's kind of got a, a distinct look about him, because he's yeah. like a 
I mean, I'm probably like two feet taller than him, mm-hmm. but he probably well, weighs like weight. 50 pounds heavier than I am. No, he's he is solid, solid yeah. man. He uh, looks like a, it, it's yeah. kind of weird how solid that dude yeah. looks. He didn't. He came up short though. I mean, spoilers. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Ta- Takahashi won. Takahashi won. They get the right to challenge for the IWGP. And I'm not going to gloss over junior heavyweight title because their match was awesome. Yeah, it was really, really, really. Some of the spots, as usual, was New Japan that I watched. I'm like, oh, I really wish they wouldn't have done that. Well, when they did, when so for the last few years, Kushida. Well, I mean, they they kind of did it with Kenny Omega, but they built up Kushida as like the new ace. Yeah, they did a lot of like. Jushin and the Liger kind of passing the torch to him. But then after that, they kind of felt like, I don't know if it wasn't working out with no, him or it, not. No, it's Kushida is the the guy that they can put the belt on at any time. Yeah. And it always feels, okay, yeah, that yeah. works. So um, so then it felt like they were going to do that with Takahashi. He debuted with LIJ. He was the time bomb, everyone, all that kind of stuff. And then after a little while, they kind of moved away from him. I remember he kept trying to challenge last year for the belt, and they kept getting like kicked in the face or beat up. Yeah. And then another guy would challenge. And he come out with a helmet you know? next week. So yeah. and then they and then they put the belt on Will Ospreay, who definitely deserves. It. I mean, if you are a wrestling fan on the internet, you I'm sure have heard about how awesome Will Ospreay is because he is because he and he deserves uh, it. Yeah, he's like 22 or yeah, three or something really too. Is. Uh, Will Ospreay to me is probably in the top five best wrestler in the ring mm-hmm. in the world right now. That's easily saying something. So, so he's two years away from being in WWE, something like that. I, I he's already starting to change his style because he's got to. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, he killed himself while he was in New Orleans. Yeah, we saw him. We, we saw. saw him. We thought he died. Yeah. <laughs> in his match with Matt Riddle. Uh, which oh. was one of our favorite matches from the whole weekend. God, I need, so. We need to rewatch yeah, that. I, I mean, we need to go back and rewatch that. Um, so, yeah, all the Super Junior, all of Will Ospreay's matches from the Super Juniors was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Marty was really, really good. And uh, I love the contrast of Marty. Yeah. Because he's such a non cruiserweight kind of feel, <laughs> yeah. junior weight kind of wrestling guy. I like, they always, they try to always have at least one guy like that, you know? That Zack Saber Jr. would typically be that guy, but somehow he's also moved to heavyweight. You know, <laughs> like like you know, Zack Saber Jr. should be for some. Yeah. He he just looks. It's the tall and lankiness. It's of the tall him, and lanky so. thing. But he was also in the WWE cruiserweight classic. Which, so you know, so what Abushi was too. I mean, so, that's true. Flip was in this one. Flip, I had you know his normal flippy stuff. How do you uh, feel about Flip? I like I like Flip. Are you so. gonna be upset if he doesn't get a match at all in? Um, so that match is happening. Him and Brandy Rose is having a tag team match against somebody at WrestlePro over the weekend. Oh, okay. So if that's he, weird. If he wins, they're, they're the uh, friend zone. Uh, that's the name of the tag team. Uh, okay. Um, and if they win, he's an all-in. So I was oh assuming that he they lose. So. I, don't know. I mean, at WrestleCon, he had a couple of matches where if he won, he yeah he lost booked, them all, and he so, always lost yeah. them. Yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, but the best of the Super Juniors, this is my second one, I mm-hmm. think. Um, I watched all of last year because I was already pretty heavy into New Japan by this yeah. year, last year. Um, this one, it's really nice knowing everybody. Yeah. It, you know, like now I'm into all the storylines and I know everybody. It's one of, like, I don't, I, I've i always had lofty aspirations to learn Japanese. I'm working on it. But I don't. Yeah. But one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, I think he might be my favorite wrestler of all time, is Kenta Kobashi, mm-hmm. who was a big contender in all Japan Pro Wrestling in the 90s. And so when you watch any of his old matches, except for the couple of times he makes appearances in uh, Ring of Honor when he's much older, it's all Japanese commentary. And it's just crazy to watch shows where 
you have no idea what the like you're so ingrained to listen to the commentary kind of help you with the story mm-hmm. but when you can't understand what what the the um the commentator saying i can understand why people dislike that i know that that's part of why new japan's really growing by having a lot more english commentators on all their shows which, and now which they, they're uh, having a translator for the wrestlers too yeah. but i always so. i always liked it when i like the idea of cuz it's I don't want to say wrestling is pantomime, but they're such a, they tell the stories with their bodies anyway, that you don't need the commentators. It's just kind of a thing, especially if you're not a casual watcher. If you're watching Money at Raw, you need the commentators. Mm-hmm. But if you're watching New Japan, you know, the idea of, that's how good these tournaments are, is that, I, I, you know, if you've been listening to our podcast, you know that we're pro- big proponents for New Japan pro wrestling. Obviously. I like all, I like Japanese wrestling in general. We just particularly reference New Japan because just it just happens wa- to be the big. I just can't watch anymore Japanese wrestling. Because I really like I really love uh, pro wrestling Noah because that was Kenta Kobashi's baby, and they have a lot of good guys that are in there. And a lot of guys that are in New Japan now were in pro wrestling mm-hmm. Noah. Um, and I still keep up with All Japan and a few of the other guys. I mean, apparently we need to start watching um, uh, Shine and or not Shine um, Stardom mm-hmm. because even though WWE is poaching all of their best wrestlers too. So just a lot of st- great wrestling going on. In Japan. Before we move, we're going to do our picks for Dominion. Did you hear the rumor that Progress and um, what was the other show? Uh, da, da, da. It's another independent promotion that's going to go to the WWE Network. I heard about Progress. Well, I mean, WWE's been in bed with Progress for a I, I while. I know that, but so it's not that crazy. It's not that crazy, but is it, it Evolve? It can't no, be it's evolve. not Evolve. It's um, it's 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 uh an acronym i can't remember well, what I mean, it is yeah, yeah that is poor reporting but yeah <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah. but uh, who cares I, if somebody I, I never heard of so that's why i can't remember but progress is where i was like stuck out yeah. i was like oh man I, if progress goes to the WWE network i'm that's freaking well they're, awesome. they're doing another uk tournament yeah in a few weeks and they're poaching a bunch you of you saw that progress. all yeah. so many progress guys yeah. are on that show like progress is about to stop being pro- i mean they'll still have zach Sabre jr because mm-hmm. apparently they don't want anything to do with zach Sabre well jr. it may be weird because uh catches ono i'm called him by a slave name Jesus, that, huh? yeah. uh is at a bunch of the new progress shows he was yeah. in a tournament last uh-huh. month too so as soon as that happened i'm like hmm mm-hmm. what yeah. is that and they're not calling chris hero either that's kind of a, a sign right there. They're, they're la- at least allowed him to do that. It's a disappointing, though, because Chris Hero music is so much better than his Cashizona music. The whole Chris Cashizona Hero music. is better. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I really, literally the same person, yeah. but he's way better for some reason. As soon as they call him Chris Hero, I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. Who's your hero? It's Chris Hero. Uh, all right. Let's go into our picks with Dominion. Uh, Super Juniors just ended. Mm-hmm. And then they literally go into probably their second biggest pay per view of the whole entire year. Because that's what that's the thing is that you win the Super Juniors and then so you get a title well, every time shot. you win a tournament you get a title shot. Yeah. And but this is the, always the closest to the end of the tournament because the G one winners, which is the end of the summer, they get a later. Wrestle Kingdom yeah. title shot. The tag team uh, tournament in the fall is a little close to Wrestle Kingdom, but they usually get like about a month and a half. This is days later. You get you yeah. win a nine match tournament. In a two weeks span, not an easy one, and not an easy one. You take a Hurricanrana downstairs, a Mm -hmm. flight of stairs. Jesus, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens in this match. So, and then, so now you get to fight for the IWGP. Other weird thing, Bone Soldier is doing uh, Kenny Omega moves. Like Snap what? Dragons, he's doing oh, the V trigger. Okay. He's doing. He's doing the V trigger. What is that um, backwards Hurricanrana thing that? the reverse Karana? I mean, I don't know what the. Yeah, I don't don't remember the technical name of it that uh, Kenny does. He does that too. Jesus, which is kind of weird. I, I don't mean I don't know reason for it, but okay, all right. So, so let's, let's go into our uh, some of our picks. So let's uh, do the let's do the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship first. Okay, okay. So 
That's Will Ospreay versus Takahashi. And I have really big problems picking Takahashi at the moment. But you just said I want, you just I want, won. I'd like to see him with the belt, but Will Ospreay does so much to raise that belt up. Well, Ospreay won last year, yes. but then did not win. Or was that was that last year? Was that a year before? He won two years in a row? Did yeah, he win yeah, two yeah, years yeah. in a row? Jeez. Did he win the title after last yeah. year? Yeah, it was the year before that he didn't win it. Okay. And he he's had the belt since Wrestle Kingdom? Since Wrestle Kingdom, yeah. So, so since January. So that's a while. It's a while. It's a lot of long reigning champions in, in New Japan yeah. and in general in wrestling, which I like. Um, it feels like I forget about this. Once someone finally loses their belt, I like to think that I'll care. But then it's it turns into a weird thing where I'm not used to it. Like because mm-hmm. it's like it almost starts to set in. Like well, I can't. I guess one of these titles should change hands. But you know, my problem how do you with this that? show is I like I almost have everybody changing belts that happens which happens a lot more in new japan than it happens anywhere else but i feel like there's gonna be a lot of title changes on this show i mean and it's why i can't pick uh takahashi i'm picking will osprey you're picking osprey yeah see i want takahashi to win the belt i really do i i think he he deserves it for one thing because his character and just how awesome he's became in the past year since he showed up well see now at wrestle kingdom all the title matches in the first three quarters of the match of the show changed hands, yes. but then all the main event titles retained. Stayed. Yeah. So if this is a because this show is already looking like it's going to be better than Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Um, and Wrestle Kingdom was good. It could but, be a flip. Yeah. Where all the other things retained. It do, I don't think I don't know if they book like that. I love I love how I don't think they book like that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think they might look at it after and be like, oh, you know, maybe we should change something. But I don't I don't know. New Japan doesn't seem like the company that books because of a flow of a show. That's true. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a weird thing to think. But it's true. No, but they, just they, watch it's, one it, of their shows. It's why it feels so sports-like because it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't. All the matches don't feel like they have anything to do with any of the matches on the show. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. The, this won't influence the, anything else, which is refreshing. Sometimes when you watch a WWE show and someone loses, you're like, oh. Well, then I guess I know who's winning the next match kind right. of thing. Just because they're not going to have all the bad guys win or what, or that kind of thing. But you never feel that was a New Japan show. No, yeah. So, who do you got? See, I love Osprey, but I also feel like, I don't know. I'm going to go with Takahashi. Okay. Because I really like Takahashi. I do I just, too. And I, I really too. think he deserves... See, that's the thing. is Because I feel like I like the idea of Osprey being like a long, long-term reigning champion. And he does do a lot for the belt. And I think from this, I know they want to do a Rey Mysterio match with him eventually. Mm-hmm. And it's for the belt, it means more. Mm, that does sound good. So, But I'm still going with Takahashi. All right. Uh, let's go with the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, which were Pongi 3K. It stood out in my head so much because they were super awesome in the Super Juniors tournament. Yeah. Both of those dudes. Show and yo. Yeah, they are both super, super good. They really are. Um, they're so crisp. Yeah, yeah, they really are. They, they're better than Young Bucks, in my opinion, in terms in of... In the ring? In terms of... Because they both have that same kind of flow. They're they're very... Um, I know that it's a weight class, but as far as guys who look like they mirror the Young Bucks, as far as their physical presence of like their center of gravity, the way that they kind of move, they feel like... They're closer to each other than anybody else. You see Will Ospreay next to Matt Jackson, you don't think, oh, they're mirrors of each other. But like, right. you know, and I don't mean that they have a style similar to each other, but just they they feel like a crisp 
kind of rebranding of that. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Does that make sense? So they don't have the belts, but they are fighting uh, El Desperado and the guy that drinks in Suzuki Gun. I can't. Yeah. I, can't I don't know how to pronounce his name. Um, Kenmaro, you know. Kenmaro, and, and then you know. Kenmaro. Okay, yeah. yeah, I can probably say that. Yeah. You don't have to and say El Desperado. It. Yeah. So they have the belts right now. They've had it for. A, I don't even remember when they got it. They do nothing for the belt. 3K, I would like yeah. to win. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. It's it's a, one of those like when when Suzuki Gun first debuted last year. Last year, yeah. I, they lost a lot, which I remember thinking like, <laughs> that's what I knew was gonna happen. But then it's just like, again, can you imagine like a 12 person faction leaving a promotion to come to a completely different promotion and then not unfortunately, being, you know that they all had to be told like long term yeah, you're long all term, gonna get yeah. put over in some capacity. The problem with Suzuki Gun is I only care about two people in Suzuki. Yeah, it's Suzuki and Zack Saber Junior. Yeah, and, and everybody... Zack Saber Junior's new too. Yeah. Uh, well, I like, I like, um, I like the don't say Tachi. Killer Elite Squad. I, I like Killer Elite Squad, but um, but they grew on me now because I didn't like them at first. Yeah, you so, like Tachi? No, I don't like. You no, sure? No, I really don't. So let's go with his match next. Okay. Is Tachi, uh, Michael Elgin, which I haven't seen in New Japan in a while, and Goto, which is the Never Open Weight Championship. Goto's had the belt since he beat uh, Suzuki during Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, you know how I feel about Goto. Yeah, you you don't like Goto. Goto. I really like Goto. And I know that. Again, people tweet things. People, you find out about things about wrestlers, and then people don't like you when so you say Elgin. you still like the wrestler. Elgin? But regardless of all that, I really like Michael Elgin. Yeah. I've met him. What, did he hit a woman or something? I don't want to talk so about what it was. Do you know what it was? Oh, I think it was. Oh God, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, it doesn't. Don't, let's not talk about it. Um, but but Elgin has not been in New Japan, and he might have been during the Super Junior. I can't remember. Not during the Super Junior. No, no, no. The G one. Uh, no, no, no. Super oh, Junior, the, like uh, the matches before the uh, actual tournament stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I just yeah, can't yeah. remember. I like Goto. I like. It, it's Goto, since I've went back and seen a lot of things, they've been stop and go as Goto a lot. Yes, just... because they he's supposed to be one of their guys. Yeah. Especially now that Shibata's out, I feel like they're yeah. like, well, we you, we, we should you. use Goto. Goto just is the perpetual... He's like Roman Reigns on a lower scale, in that you can tell that they want him to be more than what the audience is perceiving him as. And they keep changing his gimmick up and different things, and I, he's just never... I don't know. He just doesn't. Del- I don't want to say deliver because he's very, he's very good. talented. He's yeah. very good. I just he's good when he's a- against the right people. But like when you when they put him in those main event, he's a great. I don't like. I hate saying people are a good mid card talent. I don't like saying that. He's a mid card. But dude. when but w- but New Japan has a very uh, just like WWE, they have a very specific style of doing their main events. And whenever they put Goto into that spot. He doesn't deliver the way Okada or Tanahashi or right. or um, Nakamura ever did. Yeah, as as far as just feeling that burning spirit and stuff like that, you, the audience just never gets behind him in this one. And I don't, but there's no reason to. I'm watching it, going like I'm just not feeling this. I don't know why I'm not feeling it. See, I, I just feel, am not. I feel that way about somebody else in, um, uh, on uh, in, in this, New Japan. Yeah, but uh, I'll get to that when we get there. But uh, Goto, you're gonna go Goto, and, and uh, I believe it. It's just. I have to pick some people that have the belts because yeah. if I'm not, everybody's going. There's going to be a belt change from every match. Why is that so absurd? It's it's not. It's not, and I, it would be amazing if it happens because everything that I'm thinking in my head is the way it needs to be. Let's go with David Finley and Juice, which Juice I haven't seen in a while either against Yoshi, which I can't stand. 
Uh-huh. I can't stand Yoshi. Yoshihashi. I don't know. There's something about his face. <laughs> I know. What? I know. I don't like the dude because of his face. There's literally the dude does nothing wrong, and I'm like, I can't stand that dude. Anyway, he's teaming up with uh, Jay White. Of, I don't like him because of his hair and his staff, his stick that he holds out to people to touch. Yeah, very like king like. Yeah. yeah, that aggravates me too. I don't like chaos. Is my favorite least favorite faction yeah. in because like so Bullet Club is pretty self explanatory. Everybody knows about Bullet Club. Uh, Lij for a while was my was amazing they're was my amazing, amazing thing and they still are yeah. but like they kind of came out of nowhere with how ridiculous they're they're like they're 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 like if the dungeon of doom was good in my opinion <laughs> yeah, they're they like really does are. that make sense it's like evil the, that know, doesn't just, work, yeah exactly work, yeah. But works. <laughs> yeah yoshi but then there are people in chaos that i just i'm you know i mean i i won't go into toriano because he's a comedy act and he's supposed to be silly but i feel like yoshihashi is supposed to be taken seriously and i don't and again it's because i'm a newbie in terms of following, I've only been following New Japan hardcore since maybe 2013 or 14. So he's his prime was, was before already that, gone. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But then I say that, but then like I love Yuji Nagata and a lot of the other more veteran guys too. So I don't know what where Yoshihashi falls in with all that. So anyway, it's Yoshi and Jay White against uh, Juice and David Finley. I'm gonna pick the babies. Yeah, I'm gonna pick babyface yeah, too. Uh, um, even though, which I guess Yoshi and Jay are the heels here. But my wife, I mean. Arguably, you think they put over Jay White because Man, they're I, trying to put him it's not, into a bigger part, but he's again not delivering the way I think they want him to. Yeah, it's he's got weird. plenty of time to do he's it. He's got plenty of time. He's got a look that's it's different. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact. No, I don't know for a fact, obviously, that they want to turn him into like the next Kenny Omega, like the the, the next guy gen that they the can next get guy over. in the trench coat. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but some reason he doesn't work. He's not Kenny Omega. He doesn't no. work that way. No, he just doesn't have that same style. No, he doesn't. So, and I like him. I think he can get over with stupid time. Kenny Omega setting that bar so high for people. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm picking Babyface. And then uh, let's go with Yano and Ishi. Ishi. Uh, against... I okay. I know we've talked about this before. The fact that there's an on again, off again, continual tag team with Yano. Toriano and Tomohiro Ishii. Hurts my soul so much because Ishii is by far not by far because I love Zack Saber Jr. and I love Okada. I fucking love Tomohiro Ishii so goddamn much, and he's more badass when you put him next to Toriyama because there's such a contrast. Yeah. But just like I just feel, and they put him in title matches, he gets championship title matches often he's enough. The Red Pro Champion still, yeah. So. I know he's holding Zack Saber Jr.'s belt. Um, so they're fighting Zack Saber Jr. and Suzuki. And, and then it, I, see, I every like time that's... I see Ishii now, I realize and remember since I've seen him in person how small he is. Because I'm taller than him. Yeah. And he's such a baby next to everybody I else. I know, yeah. Which is so weird. So, I mean, I'm going to have to go with Suzuki Gun because... Yeah, I'm going with Suzuki Gun I, too. Because Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. are great, are an unexpected pleasure of a team together. But all that being said, Yano has this uh, tendency to, to win, win. I know. All the time. All the time. So... I can't think of too many times where he hasn't won, unfortunately. Yeah. I know he loses somewhere in there, but every time I'm watching him, every no, big he, he every big show lot. he wins. Yeah. And yet I'm still picking against him. So let's go into some of the more main event stuff. Uh, Sonata and Evil, which are the champions, the heavyweight tag team champions, versus the Young Bucks, which is going to be their first heavyweight championship tag match. Oh, I didn't even so, know about that. Oh, wow. So this is 
this is big for the Bucks just because they're moving into the higher weight class, which they announced, I don't know, quite a few months ago after they got their kicked out on by the uh, Golden Lovers. So this, yeah, this is their first... Are they still teasing that dis- dissension between the Young Bucks? Subtly? No. No, that's kind of it's, played out? It was never... The, they never teased it. They was kind of like... There was indecision between the two of them about who they were going to go with. Uh, Kenny or Cody. So, yeah. Uh, I think if if it's their first time winning the... Going for the heavyweight belt, so I'm going to pick the Young Bucks. Now, that being said, I love Sonata. I love Evil. I love them having the belts. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hurt them to lose it, so... No, no. I mean, the Young Bucks are the... It's the Young Bucks. The young Bucks are the tag team of a f***ing generation, yeah. for crying out loud. The, you, it's never a bad decision to pick the Young Bucks. They win belts mm. very, very, very often. How many more? How many shows are there between this show? Because there's the... When is the the we got California like, show? We got like 60 days to All In. To All In. That's what I'm thinking about All In. Do you so. think that everyone in Bullet Club is going to be going to All In with belts? Yes, for sure. That's interesting. See, that's weird though, because then that's like when I say that, it sounds like the companies are gonna like that the companies are working with them are gonna to work with sure. them to make sure that happens. And Which I think that doesn't make sense. But 100%. then at the same time, you want to make sure that they're represented at a show that's clearly doing well because they sold out ten thousand seats. Exactly. So like, yeah, we want our belts there, yeah, so people know that we're there. Which is gonna go into oh, some man. of my picks later. Goodness, so. Jesus. Okay, so yeah, I mean, I already picked the Unbox, but yeah. So uh, let's go into a, a very interesting this crazy match. ass. What is this match? I was trying to. Just, I don't understand so how it's this Ray Mysterio Jr. Uh, Liger. Don't block gloss over the fact that you just said Ray Mysterio. Yeah, Jr. Ray Mysterio Jr. is at a New Japan show, which is yeah. weird. Uh, which I love that his... he's got the junior back now that he's back on the Indies yeah. too. <laughs> like, uh, I Ta- only lose a junior when I'm in WWE. Liger Tanahashi, um, and Tanahashi. Yeah, just because there's where else is he gonna go? Uh, it's like this. This is the squeakiest clean babyface team. Yeah. Ever. Because I can't think of a time when Tanahashi was he- heel. No. He or does... Liger. I mean, Liger. I guess was Liger, in, in the sense of yeah. association with certain factions at times, but like. That doesn't count. Uh, versus Cody, Marty, and Hangman Page. And this is all started because Marty is uh, harassed and pulled off the mask of Rey Mysterio Jr. He messes with Liger every single time he walks to the ring. Yeah. Because Liger's always on an announce team for Japan. Mm-hmm. And it he... is crazy Liger <laughs> announce team mask. And with a suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then at the Super Juniors, he beat up uh, Tanahashi. Yeah, and he was saved. Liar came in and stopped them. So he, they set up this match. I I assume that's what happened. I, it was all in Japanese. I love that last year, Liger announced before the junior tag uh, before the tournament. It was his last. That it was one, his last uh, one. Yeah. And then now he's in still a ridiculously high profile match yeah. <laughs> on the next yeah. shows. It's like but this you know. is. We I wonder why he went with Ray Mysterio in this six man instead of a, a singles match. Maybe I, I thought it was gonna be a Marty and Ray because they set that stuff up. Maybe someone's hurt. Maybe they're building something later. They don't want to. They just want to get everybody on the card. Get everybody on the card. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I it's mean, I, be, they, I want they to see this match because there's probably gonna. This might be a long show if they don't add. If they don't let a later match that we'll get to, oh, we'll get to it. Cut mm. into the time. Be prepared for that. But uh, uh, I'm picking Ray. Yeah, I mean, God, if the good guys don't go over here, I mean, yeah, crying out loud. It, I mean, they might not. It might be one of those. See, New Japan is weird. Like, WWE is one of those, like, I'll give them credit that you don't n- ever really know because they have bull 
wins a lot yeah. or someone will win, but they didn't really win. They don't do that in New Japan as no. much. But also, they don't do Rey Mysterio. You know, they do a lot of things now lately that they haven't done before. So it's hard for me to say. Like, I can see someone rolling somebody up and then running out and Liger kind of sitting in the ring with his mouth ajar beneath his Super mask. Inframan mask, you know. <laughs> but, like, you know. Um, this is also could be setting up something for All In. Uh, Ray, 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 like we need to start thinking about things like that because I, I don't think they're going to be doing setups for all all in on their shows. You think that think they'll so. do that? They're going to set it up like uh, an angle because they're not making money off the show. Yeah, they're not making money like at that moment. But where's but their wrestlers a presence being the somewhere Ross, else? Yeah. Is, I mean, I guess they have to start thinking. They don't about that. have to do that. It would be dumb for them not to look at the all in show and be how do we plan off like and so, build off that? Like if all like at this point because all in sold out. I and mean, they just wanted to do it. You know why they haven't announced any matches for All In too, right? No, Cody's why? already said it. Why? They don't have to. That's they what sold I'm, out. That's what <laughs> so. I'm saying. Is that they, that's my point though? Is that so they don't need to build to the show? It's already no. sold out. They don't have to announce anything. They say that up. actually would be f-ing amazing if we went to the show and we had no idea what was going to happen. Yeah, I would love it. I would love that. I actually almost wanted like not find. I won't be able to, but like no. I'd like to not know anything. But Cody said they they're saved. They had to put a bunch of money to the side to advertise and everything like that. That they just put back into the show. They're like, yeah. we're gonna buy pyro. Guess what? We'll buy pyro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so let's go into things that you would never think that's gonna happen. Chris Jericho has a match again on the second time in 2018, and this time he's fighting Naito for Intercontinental Champion. Oh my god. Chris Jericho is having wait, another match. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, first, I didn't think about this. The Intercontinental title's on Raw and WWE, and that makes me... No one, as of yet, has been the WWE Intercontinental Champion and the New Japan Intercontinental Champion. Are we sure about that? I'm pretty damn sure about that. Oh, yeah? okay. The belt's not that old. Yeah, that's right. And when I say stats like that, there's only, there's one man that comes to mind that likes to say he does things like that and his name is chris jericho. is chris jericho here's my thought process was this uh-huh. this will be the second time they bring chris jericho into a new japan uh show uh-huh. is he gonna now you are convincing me that they brought chris jericho in twice to just lose he he loses it's a possible lot. no it's completely possible and it and i I think there's a good possibility chris jericho is gonna i walk. put jericho against kenny omega so like exactly. i'm the idiot that did that um I I think Chris Jericho walks away with the belt. See, I think so too, because he's Mister Intercontinental Title. Exactly. I and like the idea of him being in WWE and talking to the Miz and saying like, like Miz, Miz is like I beat your Jericho, and Jericho's like, well, technically I wanted it again before, again, yeah. And then just like, and then wink at the camera, kind of thing. Yeah. For that moment alone would be worth it. But then again, they don't. They're not going to book it for that. Like you know, like that's what's so weird about it. But then you also got to think about the flip side. That means if Jericho wins the belt. He's got to go back to defend it. When is that going to happen? He'll it, defend it on his cruise. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he'll lose it. And no, he can't it. lose it on his own cruise. Yeah, that's he can. Terrible. Why would he not lose on his cruise? Uh, I'm picking Jericho. And then he could just say for for weeks afterwards that he had motion sickness and he yeah. wasn't prepared. That's why he it, lost. It happened on international waters. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't count. count. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about Chris Jericho is that he's such. He does wrestling better than most people do. He mm. really gets how things go. And it's not even. The thing I'm liking about Jericho right now is that he is having fun with wrestling. And you can tell he's having fun with wrestling because he's got his hands in so much stuff right now where he's mm-hmm. like, oh, I wasn't able... 
I listened to his podcast, and he loved the novelty of making his own T-shirt deal with Hot Topic. Because he's like, I called Hot Topic. I got my shirts in there. He's like, I've been in the business for so long, and I can always go buy my action figure or anything like that. Yeah. And I got a percentage of it or something like that. He's like, but I made that deal. Yeah. You know, like, that's not somebody else that did that. I did that. And then I went to the store, and I went and brought a bunch of them for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah. You know? So he's he's having a ton of fun doing just wrestling that he never got to experience since he started in wrestling, yeah. which is booking himself, going to shows when he wants to, and getting f- face over on yeah. TV. Yeah, which I think he's just he's just happy he can say f- face. And the main event, oh which let's go ahead and so wait. So you're so you didn't tell me who you're picking. You're picking Jericho. Yeah, I'm picking Jericho for sure. Okay. Even though that means that Tetsu Naito is going to be a big loser. I know, I know. I he know. lost it. He lost he the lost main it. event at Wrestle Kingdom, I and know. he was losing again to Jericho. Jericho. And then he beat uh, Tanahashi, and no, he beat uh, Suzuki. Yeah. And he hasn't carried the belt out once <laughs> since yeah. he's got the belt. So yeah, I I'm not happy about it because I really like Naito. I love that aspect of the main event scenes in New Japan, in particular, is that when someone loses, it feels like. Man, that sucks yeah. that that guy has to lose. Like, that never, like, again, that's what I was saying about there's no momentum in WWE. Somebody loses and you think, okay. that'll be fine. Yeah. Like, last week, Rollins and, like, uh, and, and Roman lost. And it's like, who cares? Yeah. And Naito loses. That doesn't mean I'm, anything. I'm going to feel bad for Naito. Yeah. And you know he'll be fine. Like, yeah, it's weird. He's Naito. Like, but then, like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't know what that is. It's something about, again, it's that, it's the, the overall feel of a show, of a promotion. The New Japan just got this. They've just been killing it nonstop. So, I mean, they didn't sell out well in California the I, way they'd like to. I think they're up there now. I don't think they sold out yet. No. no, which is unfortunate. I wish they were sold out. I think after this show, after this show, they'll probably sell out. Uh, the main event is a two out of three falls, no Jesus, time limit oh match. Which this opens the door up for a it's gonna very, go fifteen minutes. Fifty? Fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, okay. Imagine if they had the balls to do that. If 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 just like squash if back? the bell rings and then uh, Okada gets like just hit and then um V-trigger, one e one one winged angel pin pick him up knee trigger one winged angel pin. They don't have the balls to do it. They don't have the balls to do it. But it blow my. I mind. do think they're they going to have. That, it's not going to be three falls. It's going to be two falls. You think it'll be two? I think it'll be two falls, and it's going to go to Omega. So you're going with Omega. I am going with Omega. Do you want to predict outright that it's going to go two falls? I do not. Okay. Yeah, because obviously if they want to drag it out, they can go to best two out of three. I can't. So if, so they had their does, Wrestle Kingdom match, and then they did the rematch at Dominion. Dominion and G1. And then they did the G1, which all seemed so fast. Because remember, thinking when he lost at Wrestle Kingdom, it would the be story a was so year. strong that they would wait a year and then do it again at Wrestle Kingdom the next year, which didn't happen. And then when they kind of rushed through it, and Even then they no, put the U.S. They put the U.S. title. It on, made a little bit more Kenny. sense. Is the U.S. title not being defended on this no, show? No, Jay White has it, and he's just going to carry it out there. He's just going to carry it out yeah. there? Okay. So, the, um, so the, it felt like, okay, but they're going to build the U.S. title around Kenny Omega. So that's why he didn't win the other title, because they want him to build that division up. And he'll be like their representative in the United States. All of that being said, it felt like they kind of just forgot about it. I mean, Kenny still had the, bis- the biggest and most influential match at Wrestle Kingdom when he fought Chris Jericho. And then he kind of, you know, he did this stuff with Cody at Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. which was not really in New Japan. He's kind of just been, you know, because he lost to Jay White and he's been hanging out, essentially. Yeah, but, but then he challenged Okada yeah. and immediately it was like, 
oh shit. Like, he hasn't felt like the guy that's going to be the next champion. But he's been one of the most over things in New he Japan. Is, yeah. I mean, for a whole year now, he has. I mean, especially with the Golden Lover stuff. Yeah. Like, that's super over in New Japan. Yeah. But I understand what you're saying. He had, he's like, they took him out of the main storyline yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. like the main title pitcher, and they're like, well, he's still awesome. He's still doing all these awesome things. Yeah. But when Omega, I mean, Okada goes up there and goes, I beat this person. And he he named them all. And he goes, but, you know, somebody did beat me. And it's Omega. And I'm like, oh, no. They're going to do an Omega rematch. Like, I thought he was going to win the G1. I, I So did I. Like, that's the money The fact match. that they did this stuff with Naito blows my mind. Even though I love Naito and it made me feel bad about Naito. Again, we were just talking about because Naito is one of the most over-ridiculously great things going on in New Japan right now. That it's that's how awesome Kenny's presence is in the company that he feels like he's overshadowing everything else. He's been overshadowing Okada. Yeah, which I've, sure. I've been saying is bullshit because he still hasn't beaten... Okada's been the longest-ran champion in... He beat him last he's year. He's broken every record. At yeah. this point, it's like, what else can he do but you can see the fans, even in New Japan, has that. Uh, it's different, but it's almost the same because it's different. I'm going to say it's the uh, the Roman Reigns thing. Mm-hmm. The fans even are starting to kind of get sick of him every time he wins. The fans are not super behind him. They cheer him because he's awesome. But isn't he heel? He's heel, kind of heel, sure, kind of baby. But then I he goes know. out there and he's super respectful after a yeah. match. So I mean, is he heel? I don't know. Does New Japan have heels? They don't have heels other than Suzuki. <laughs> <Six>. <laughs> the but like yeah. So the the um he Okada is finally at that point where I feel they, if he loses, he's not going to feel like a disappointment as champion. No. Where he's felt like that he's, for a while. He's literally beat every single person. Like, if Kenny had beat him a couple years ago at King at Wrestle Kingdom, I don't think that the shine would have lingered onto Okada. No. But now, after that, it feels like... Like, this match feels like either guy can win, and I buy it. Yeah. Because they both yeah, feel yeah. like the top... They feel like the legit top two guys in the company. They'll both be fine, but then I also have no idea what they're going to do with either guy after. Like, it's yeah, such what do a, you do with Okada after this? But you have him fight Jericho. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, does Okada go after an Intercontinental belt Latin, after this? Oh! So, yeah, Jericho I mean, versus Okada happen. for the IC title. I'd, but yeah. more importantly, if Omega loses this, now he's went over against Okada three times in a year span uh-huh. and lost every single time. Yeah. What does that do for... He'll sit in the front row at NXT Chicago? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, what, I mean, what, is, what is the point of anymore for that? But that's the thing. You say that in the same year where Roman Reigns took six F5s. Yeah, well. You know? I'm just saying, like, yeah, it, it's yeah, a similar yeah. thing is that you that does not mean that it's going to happen. It doesn't. I don't... It doesn't make sense. But, again, you said, like, w, New Japan does not do things based on what makes sense. It's a sporting contest. And if Kuni Omega loses, then it just means he does... He can't beat Omega. Okada. You know? How Maybe you, Okada how wins you... the first one, and then uh, I mean Omega wins the first one, then Okada wins the second one, or vice versa, and then right when Omega's about to win the third one, Cody Rhodes like throws a towel in his face or something, or Jericho comes in and beats up Kenny, and he's like, "I'm still mad at you when I lost to you at Wrestle Kingdom." I, you know, like there are things that can happen. I mean, that's There's... all very gimmicky. Yeah. Like the only answers you can think of are, are so storyline to to they would hurt the match because it would feel like it's too to peter off to something else. Where this feels like it this. This rivalry needs a good definitive end. And it won't even be the end even if Omega wins. Because no matter what, Okada and Omega are still the top guys mm-hmm. in New Japan. 
Well, you just saw the the last thing the guy that Okada fought was Tanahashi, and that rivalry will never die. Exactly. So, but I mean, but it still had a, it, it. This yeah, rivalry a, needs a because yeah. even like you said, they had the draw, which means well, we still don't know who the winner is. Yeah. And then they never followed up with that because then they had the G one, which was not for the belt, but then Okada, I mean, then Omega won. Right. So the fact that they did not do it at Wrestle Kingdom blows my mind, just because they left such a huge story angle open, which they're now finally capitalizing on. That to not end it, even if it just means that they can do, they can revisit it later. Like it's, I think Omega either needs to win or Okada has to do something out of character in the sense that he has to just murder, murder Omega. Him. Yeah, does that so, make sense? There's outside of just storyline between Omega and Kenny. I mean, uh, Omega and Okada. Omega would be walking into the California show with the belt. With the belt. Um, he'd probably be walking into all in with the he belt. would be walking was all in with but the okada's, belt. okada's also going there too uh, yeah. so they could have the rematch at all in but okada but for american audience omega was the belt at all in means i think a little bit more than okada well he's american he's canadian well when, but... well i mean well he's he's white, <laughs> he's white. i mean it's <laughs> the thing it's, it, i don't like saying that but he does he doesn't look japanese yeah, yeah, yeah so when you have an american audience who's trying to invest into a promotion that's very foreign in its culture and things like that. Kenny's an easy Who they, can, they can relate yeah. to it. It's why the Wrestle Kingdom match between Kenny and Okada went over so well because of, because they had been building up some momentum. And even though AJ had been champion, that got a lot of eyes on it. But then Kenny kind of took that ball and turned it in, and snowballed it into an even bigger deal. So the reason that's the reason why. After that match, people were talking about Kenny Omega, even though Okada did just as strong a performance as Omega has. It's still, it's still one of those things where Kenny is the guy that this all that the United States is associated with that New Japan thing. The guy that wasn't WWE and OVW, God, that long ago, you know. So, so who do you got? Oh, I got I, I didn't write it down yet. Oh, Omega, you pick it, Omega. I, it's got to be Omega. I've been picking. I mean, I love Okada as champion. I said before, like just let him keep the belt forever. I I said keep it. I let think him that... keep the belt until uh, Wrestle Kingdom next year, and Omega wins it then. Uh huh. Which I still think is an awesome idea. See, you're saying that like people are starting to turn on Okada. You when can you just... say that. I think. See, I think if that's true, which I which it is, I almost don't want them to take it off Okada because I think if that happens, I think it's even oh more ballsy and better storytelling to have him be like. To have it to where people get pissed, pissed off and they're mad it. that he's still champion. I agree. You know, but there, you watch Wrestle Kingdom, and when Naito doesn't win, the crowd is pissed. Yeah. Whenever he won uh, against Tanahashi, yeah. the crowd was pissed. They get pissed off. The it it's not even about the heel turn thing. It's the when you're not the top. Like in this match with Naito, Naito was the heavy favorite as far as a baby fa- as audience support. Yeah, yeah. Which when the show ends. And bad guy goes over, but it's not even that. It's that there's not even a title change. Yeah, you know, like it's the same with Roman and Brock Lesnar. It's like it's the the bad guy won, and there's no like people expect on the biggest show of the year. That's when something changes. You know, so if the status quo, so it just feels like you just moved through it. People get insulted by that. It's just like it's just another bump on the road as we go on to the next thing. Now the flip side of that is is he still does get cheered because well, he's yeah, awesome. Well, yeah, because he's awesome. 
Um, and he is well liked. I think just people are just sick of seeing him. People don't belt. like his pants. I think that that's Man, a lot of people. Don't I don't like, like his pants either. So, yeah, so. Uh, so we're just gonna go ahead and move on uh, and end the show. Uh, yeah. Those were our picks for Dominion. Uh, that will be coming on the show this Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. 3 a.m. 3 a.m. 2 a.m. Um, here. CM Punk's um, UFC second UFC fight is also Saturday night. You want to make a bold prediction that he wins? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> if I was a betting man. How old is Punk now? He's 40. Is he in his 40s? Yeah, I think so. He's 41, something like that. AJ Styles is 41. Yeah, he just turned forty-one. No, the, he might be in a. He might be thirty-eight, thirty-nine. Okay. The I, you know, I don't. Know. I don't know. So he's old to be a UFC fighter. Having he's a second fight. Way old to be a UFC fighter that's never fought any time. I love Joe Rogan. Like, there's no way if he wasn't his name wasn't CM Punk, there's no way he'd be on a pay per view. I'm like, he's, well, yeah, but that's that's why he's on he the pay per view. But he his name is CM Punk. Dana White even came out and said is like Cause CM he's a Punk sells tickets. So I love that. It's such a weird thing. <laughs> like, like no wrestling fan cares about that. It's all UFC fighter fans that are like, do you not? I was like, do you not watch wrestling? Do you not how this like? Do you, do you think this is like a straight up thing? Do you think UFC is like not in it for the money? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah they're all in it the for fuck? just the sport, and you know, you know yeah, they're yeah. looking for a uh, a nice even. Uh, and by the way, I know who CM Punk's fighting. He's gonna get murdered. Yeah. So well, he's also got a one loss. I know he's probably going to get murdered. He's going to get murdered. I'd like to go watch the, you know, I'll go watch the fight. I missed his fight last time. I only got to see. You didn't miss anything. You know. Well, I, you know, you missed I like nothing. So anyway, uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know your picks uh, for Dominion and on our Facebook page. We do have a Facebook page for Nerds to Square Circle. Or you can write them in the comments section on SoWinNerdy.com in the show notes page. Uh, or on SoundCloud. We also have a SoundCloud oh. account where the podcast gets posted also. Uh, we will be back next Friday. We release a podcast every Friday, unless we don't, which, you know, <laughs> we're, we're going to get, get better we're on that. We're back on it. We're back. We're back. We're all in. Also, uh, the podcasts are about to get posted on YouTube again, too, so we're going to start posting the podcast on YouTube. And in hopefully in the next couple months, we're going to be looking on uh, live streaming the podcast, so you can actually okay. talk to us while we're, we're recording. I'm okay. setting all that stuff up. Do you want to start doing videos so people can see our ugly mugs? Yes. People mm-hmm. will be able to see us, so uh-huh. you gotta you got to look better than naked. Yeah. He, he he records in the nude. I do. So he wears, wear a hat. He wear a hat. Yeah. So, yeah. What's the matter with you? Uh, so anyway, and a I scarf am, if it's cold. I'm Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Kiss. And we will see you <laughs> next week.